0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM.
1: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. <clears throat> right. Dear listeners, right. you are listening to Welcome to Islam Show uh, on Inspire FM one hundred five point one. My name is uh, Saeed Chowdhury. Alhamdulillah. I'm also joined by brother. Paul Cooper today. I'm going to start by praising our creator first and then we'll continue with our introduction to the show today, insha'Allah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Was Salamu ala rasulil Karim, Wa alihi wa ashabi nistanti sunnati yawman din Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yassirli amri Wahlul Ukdatam min lisani Yafq'ahu qawli once again dear listeners, alaikum. You are listening to Welcome to Islam Show on Inspire 105.1 FM My name is Saeed Chowdhury and today I am also joined by brother Paul Cooper Alaikum, brother Paul
0: Wa alaikum are wa hey, you, Brother?
1: Alhamdulillah Between ourselves today we will be t- discussing uh, around the topic of Welcome to Islam itself inshallah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah So brother, uh, <coughs> we, are, we are obviously, you know, blessed and fortunate to be in Islam, Alhamdulillah And, you know, th- our show is based in, on Islam, uh, Welcome to Islam, Alhamdulillah And we want our listeners to, to today to really appreciate um, what Welcome to Islam really means for us Mm. and our listeners inshallah and the new Muslims and so on so yeah. so what what do we really understand uh, by uh, welcome to Islam or, or who who really welcomes us to Islam? Mm. Brother Paul, could you like to enlighten us on mm. that please?
0: Well I think in, in, in terms of under understanding what Islam is, is Islam means to submit to the will of the one that created us and of course on that is a journey by actually understanding who the creator is so first of all if you if you're starting to talk to a person that isn't as is non Muslim you've got to actually sort of begin with them and meet them um, just by gentle chatting to see where they are in their understanding and, and, and their personal beliefs mm. um, and you'll often, of course, come across people today and they say, oh, I, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in any, in any God. And, and they will often say it in quite a dismissive way. I think the the, the, the age we live in today more than any other, um, if you look back at people um, historically, you would always come across um, people, whether it was this country or another one, they would have a belief a religious belief in something or another—it's—it's it's only actually been quite a recent thing in the perhaps the last one or two hundred years, which and stemming from the West, saying that that, that that there is no belief in anything. You know, the the the, the word that um theism um the theistic um, belief comes from Greek to, to have to believe in God, and then we get the word atheist wi- without belief. Um, it, it is a relatively new thing. Um so understanding exactly what people mean when they say that is where you need to be and where you need to to sort of begin so for me if i if i start speaking to someone and they say oh i don't believe in 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 that and what do you believe um i i will often say well all right well if we're going to talk about belief in anything or whatever first of all can you give me any proof anything anything at all that there is no creator there is no god and from my experience you, you, th- this always has universally always been given the negative and people will just look at you blankly and say well no i can't of course i can't give you any evidence that there's no god so i will actually then say to them and i said well in that case then before i even start and we start talking about evidence and um, for God or a creator, then you have to admit, before I even start, that my argument is gonna be stronger than yours. Because whether you agree uh, with, with the ev- the things which I consider yeah. to be evidence, you're actually, right from the start, saying you have no evidence that there's no God. And in essence, that's actually quite a strong argument in itself, because logically, you can't have positive evidence for nothing, yeah. Because in essence, what they're saying is they believe in nothing. Well, you can't have positive evidence for nothing. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a very strong but logical answer, uh-huh. but it 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 forces it forces a person's mind to actually critically think about what they're actually saying when they believe in nothing, because to say that it's often said as quite a dismissive statement today as as, as if having a belief in uh, a god or a creator or religion is almost a weakness that's that's how it's actually perceived and and to say that you believe in nothing and you don't believe in religion people will often say that it, as a point of strength Okay, but when you bring them back with this very simple argument it it really forces people to think, Well, what is the basis of me having this belief?" And they realize literally in my experience almost immediately, they have absolutely no evidence whatsoever to say why it is they believe in nothing uh-huh I mean, what's your experience well uh
1: when it comes to believing in God and not believing god um <coughs> My ex- experience is, as a believer, it's a lot easier to, you know, uh, justify and that the fact that there is God exists and then not because, you know, we see signs and uh, to my belief is that, and we know from the Quran, um, that Allah has put into every man's heart every man's born uh, with the inclination when Arabic is known as fitra mm. so where the, deep down everyone believes there is a creator and there is God but is their ego their um, uh, desires the devil a devilish uh, inclination and worldly love all these things combines to uh, make an individual take the path that n- they do, you know, uh, as in uh, maybe you know, an atheist or mm. believe in something something else, mm. which is uh, obviously very sad. But deep down, you know, um, people, human being, has that inclination mm. built in them mm. that they know. There, well, I, there is a creator there.
0: Well, here, here's another argument that you'll often, often They come might want to deny it. Yeah, obviously. Well, here's it. an argument you'll often come across. Look, science science explains it all this this away. Science explains ev- everything away. Evolution, the Big Bang, and da 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 da. You know, this is an argument people will give. Science explains this this away. So, how is there need for God? You know. So, so again. Yeah. This is where it puts the the need for us as Muslims to understand these arguments and understand where are the limitations uh, of knowledge for a person to say, well, science it, it explains all this away, you know, evolution and the Big Bang and, and so on. So those arguments it becomes important for us as muslims we need to understand those arguments that people will have Uh because if we don't understand the limitations of these things because most people that you'll come across they will have um they will have a limited insight to understanding what evolution is they will have limited insight to the big bang and also how that how does that relate to um, existence of everything around us in itself so unless we have an understanding of those points it makes it extremely difficult to meet a person with these uh, (coughs) with these um, beliefs and arguments head on Um, so, so if that was given to you how would you how would you address that
1: Yeah, I I mean, before I come to that, Brother Paul, uh, what I would really want to be talking about today is uh, for for listeners and for ourselves uh, and for new Muslims is uh, to start the show with, uh, I want people to understand who really welcomes us to Islam in the first place Mm. and how do you come into Islam? So we want to talk about the fundamentals about Islam itself and Mm. when we say welcome to Islam, you know, are we showing the gratitude and, and do we really realize mm. understand what, what who's who's what, actually invited us to islam in the first place what and said, if what, so what are we doing Well, what what you
0: said is ab- ab- absolutely true and, and it is the personality of the person in front of them mm. um and dawah always begins and ends with friendships um you, you can say that it isn't but Good dawa works upon um, you becoming friends with a person, yeah. <clears throat> and because it, it it's only when a when you when a person sees you as a trusty friend that they're really going to engage with you yeah. in any deep conversations. Um, so what you've said actually is is the first step. Perhaps the things that I was thinking of is, is is perhaps the the second and third step once you've made those friendships and yeah. and companionships with with people that you come across. The this is in I I was perhaps anticipating the the, the, the questions that perhaps you're going to have to deal with when you get uh, into conversation with that person. But the, the, the those conversations that that, that perhaps that, that that I was thinking towards. Often, I think in today's society, those are the common; th- those are the most common things that you will come across. Um, and also, for example, if if you come across a Christian person, uh-huh. they will start to quiz you about, well, but but what do you believe about Jesus and so forth. So, so these tend to be, in my experience, some of the the, the commoner things that you'll come across. Um, yeah,
1: <coughs> you know, one of the sad thing is today um, we know uh, there's a big huge population of muslims believers who are in islam but the reality is majority of us who's just come into islam by default without proper understanding mm. without really having to taking the shahada and it's uh, for most of most, uh, most of us muslims it's like a it's like, uh, lip service uh, Islam. Mm. Just uttering the words. M- a lot of us just coming to Jumma Salah, only Jumma Salah, for example, uh, maybe praying as and when we please. I like to pray Jumma Eid and not really doing the basic, uh, the, the Fad, the pillars of Islam, which is compulsory salah yeah. for example you know salah yeah. is the main one of the uh, main pillar mm. after shahada yeah. which shows your strength and understanding of islam if you do not progress and take salah onto your um you know uh, on your daily activity day uh, upon yourself mm. to carry it out and discharge its responsibility properly yeah. with understanding yeah then you don't, you don't really uh, connect with a creator who has in the first place, at the beginning, who, in fact, before we as mus- uh, Muslims, when we welcome people to Islam, say new Muslim, when they take Shahada, every one of us in, you know, who witnesses it, we're very happy, delighted. Mm-hmm. We get excited. That's well and good, and there's a good reason for that. The reasons are, as you know, Brother uh, Paul, uh, I would get excited, delighted, you would get excited, delighted, because we understand as a uh, a believer, we're just welcoming another person into our family, into the brotherhood, into the sisterhood Mm. that we as believers have and we hold on to. Therefore, there is an automatic excitement. But before that, the real welcome into the deen into islam the person who's really opened their heart has guided them who welcomed them mm. before they even uttered the shahada is one and only our creator allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. who is the most praiseworthy alhamdulillah and we, we as individual, need to recognize that mm. the individual who has been invited that allah has given them that gift must recognize that, must contemplate uh, and appreciate the value, yeah. the fact that Allah has you know, guided them. Without Allah's guidance, you wouldn't have, or yeah. well, Allah's invitation, you would not have been uh, you know, entered the, the deen. You wouldn't say shahada. Mm. The actual words is just lip service. But if you don't understand why and what you're getting yourself into, yeah. and that allah has favored you he ha- he has given his showered his mercy on you then these words are just literally will be just words for you mm. it wouldn't have any fruit have, therefore you wouldn't you wouldn't be uh, as individuals you wouldn't be taking on the path that you've you've set out to the journey of islam and the welcome to islam there and there it shouldn't just end you are in the family but that that individual may also require support, help these are other uh, elements Mm. that person, brother or sister needs to do and praise and ask Allah Mm. for the help because the mighty gift they have, if they only really understood it the value of it, there would be the most happiest person alive. Yeah. Because I believe, Brother uh, Paul, as a Muslim, once you are a Muslim, and Allah has guided you, if you understand it, and you follow the p- path, the step that you're supposed to take, you know, you are the most fortunate. That is the p- most valuable asset mm-hmm. that you have okay. than anything else in,
0: in, in dunya. On, on this point something comes to mind and, and it's actually When you look at the stories of the prophets And the prophet uh, Muhammad as well Salaam Salaam. Salaam, the, the biggest thing that you learn When you look at all of the stories of the prop, the Prophets Is the incredible difficulties And the struggles That they faced And In that I think the biggest lesson for us to learn that from all of the prophets and their stories, and and the biggest reason why they were successful is that they had the utmost love for the people. And when I say the people, that means everyone around them in the community. And this is something that that we (laughs) often miss as yes. Muslims, that the utmost importance, the utmost responsibility on us is is for us to not see our community just as the Muslim community, the Islamic community. I, I,
1: I agree with you, Brother Paul, ah. and uh, we're going to talk about that a bit yeah. more. Dear listeners, you are listening to Welcome to Islam Show uh, on Inspire FM 105.1. Uh, we are talking about Islam today and the value of uh, Islam itself. And uh, welcome to Islam. Our topic is uh, welcome to Islam. Myself and Brother Paul, we're having a discussion. If you if you want to um, join in with, within our discussion and uh, share your thoughts on Welcome to Islam show, uh, you can call in on zero one five eight two four eight one eight double two, or you can message or WhatsApp us on zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two. Brother Paul, you you made a valuable point, you know, about the love. You know, Mm. this is basically uh, the love that you're talking about is character of our none other than the beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
0: This is why people followed him. Yes. This is why he was so easily followed. (laughs) Because his nature, how he dealt with everyone around him. And when I say everyone around him, what we need to remember, when he first received the message, <clears throat> everyone around him was non-Muslim. Why is it people trusted him and followed yeah. him? It was because of his kind, loving, positive, friendly personality. Yeah, He had, above everything else, yeah. <clears throat> a love for the people.
1: I want our listeners today... Um, many you know uh, we know our communities you know we're born in muslim households you know uh, and uh, you know the dawah the element the islam that you have it needs to be spread in your household first yourself and your own family and it's very important that we as muslim we understand you know, the gift that Allah has given us. You know, it is such a mighty, uh, valuable gift. We mustn't take it lightly. You have to realize this favor that Allah has, the fact that you're able to call yourself Muslim, the fact that even if you go to Jummah once in a month, you know, and if you pray, you know, that shows that there is, the love of Allah is still with you. Therefore, you are able to make that step. But brothers and sisters, this is our, you know, chance to um, achieve our ultimate goal. Allah has favoured you, you and me, us, we we must realise this and, you know, follow the guidance of Allah, follow the, uh, examples of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam because you know we have to think and ponder this this shahada the fact that you are in islam you know this this, this 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 can can leave us and shaitan the devil wants nothing more than you know take us away from the deen the love of allah because he shaitan has taken an you know, an oath. Uh, there's a challenge with uh, uh, Allah that He is going to be. It, it's in it, it's in Surah baqarah I think. Um, you know, many places in the Quran, Allah mentions uh, the uh, the creation of uh, the, uh, the the, the um, universe, mm. and when when uh, Shaytan and Adam they were in uh, they're in um, you know at, at in the heaven and and they had these situations we all know about and. They obviously been sent down to earth and shaitan has got this um, this challenge that he has taken with Allah that he he, he will deviate all of us. He, he's, he will try to take all of us. He's the cursed one. He will try to take all of us in the hellfire, the pit, where we don't want to be. And we want to be making our brothers and sisters that we care for, that we love, aware of this fact. And... Everyone has responsibility to learn knowledge and find a bit of knowledge, you know. And there's there's no other better place than actual. The Allah has given us this mercy. He's given us this book called the glorious Quran. It is it is given us for a purpose, the reason, and we know the reason, brother Paul. And un- unfortunately, you know, for majority of us, we're not using it. We're not, we're, not, we're not applying it We're not using it It's not a book just for you to read And just leave it on the shelf What is the book, brother? What is this book that Allah has given us?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the, 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 This is the uh, theme that we You know, as Muslims living in, in this uh, Current, you know, society You know, we need more, more awareness that fa- You know, the, the gift that Allah has given us We need to preserve it and we need to do our best and you know, we need to strive is yeah. no there's no shame in saying that you don't know anything because we all have to start somewhere mm. some of us may not know how to pray properly but that's fine you know yeah. that is absolutely fine because you know there's no shame in that because we have to start somewhere as long what Allah is actually looking for is whether we, our heart is inclined and we're striving Mm. we are actually genuinely trying to learn
0: this is an important point and 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 if there's brothers and sisters no hypocrisy if there's brothers and sisters that know that they're they're not practicing it as they should do that should not stop them ever answering a question about islam and indeed in fact if they know the answer to a question that they and they do know the correct Mm. answer they should always speak about it because Um, speaking about that answer and and passing on that information if if a Muslim or a non-Muslim person asks them there's reward in it for them but most importantly here is is (coughs) brothers and sisters shouldn't um, let themselves fall into the trap of saying oh well I can't do this and I can't say that because I feel like a hypocrite because I don't pray no no uh, brothers and sisters shouldn't feel like this, and the reason is is because, is that wherever we are on our journey to Islam, hmm. and wherever we are once we've begun that journey, it's not about us thinking that we're doing everything properly. It's about us always ha- having that feeling of hope hmm. that inshallah, Taala, with time. That our inclinations, our efforts will increase, and we will get
1: better. And Allah knows your capability. Allah knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm. So, who are we trying to kid? You know, as long as you strive, you're making effort. That's what counts. You know, Uh, you, you actually genuinely doing step by step you know making the right step mm, mm. Uh, inshallah we're coming to the end of this uh, first part of the show yeah, inshallah you 10
0: second countdown now
1: brothers and sisters you're listening <laughs> to welcome to islam show our topic today is welcome to islam we'll be talking about it more see you after the break inshallah assalamualaikum wa alaikum
0: you're listening to an inspire fm podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on inspire fm
1: as warahmatullah. wa dear listeners. You are listening to Welcome to Islam Show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Saeed Chowdhury and I have Brother Paul Cooper with me. Alhamdulillah, we've been discussing about the topic Welcome to Islam today um, <clears throat> in the first half of the show. Brother Paul, uh, let's just uh, ask you about um, the dawah, um, the in- inviting people into islam mm. uh, should should uh muslims um progressively work or invite people into islam in your in your in your understanding and if so how
0: absolutely and and, and what i would recommend is regardless of how much you do know about islam or don't know about islam whether you practice well, or whether you don't practice at all. Mm. I would I, I would recommend everybody to remember hid- this hadith that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. Sal-us-salam. He said that if someone becomes Muslim because of anything that you've done from your guidance, the reward you will get is more than the sun and everything it shines upon. Mm-hmm. Now you, you just stop and imagine that for a moment. More than the sun and everything it shines upon. <laughs> some mountains of reward well that's that's more than you can possibly imagine <laughs> yes um so, so th- th- this this issue of um this this really. issue of this issue of talking about islam and most muslims that well every muslim that you'll come across it, and if you start talking to them about it, about it whether they w- whether they practice strongly or whether they don't in essence you, you will rarely ever come across a muslim that says that, that, that they don't strongly believe they say yeah i am a muslim and, and but I'm, i don't i don't pray properly or i don't mm. do this mm. yes I, or they'll say you know that they that they drink i mean i do know some some muslims myself that that fall into these these categories um and it's really important for us it, if we are a person that does um fully practice never judge, never judge your, your 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 fellow Muslim always be positive and encourage you know you don't need to judge yeah that's not what we're here for we're just here to encourage if a if a person says that they're, that that that' they're drinking or that they don't pray they know they shouldn't so all, all you're going to do by uh, saying an, any any comment and judging is making the person feel pe- feel bad and then they they will feel oh that person's judged me i don't like them mm-hmm. and you don't want to be the person that is not liked you want to be seen as the person that's positive yeah. so th- this is something i've learned pa- from experience pa- patience never is... judge another muslim yeah that's not our job Patience is uh, uh, encourage. Very you know, so if if someone ever says to you and say, "Oh, uh, Paul, do you pray five times?" I said, "Yeah." I'll say, "Yeah," and they say, "Oh, well, I don't." And I said, "Well, and I'll just say to them positive. Mm. I'll I'll just turn it into a positive, and I'll say, "Well, try and try and do try and do one a day if you can. Yes, or if you do that, try and do two, or or or, or whatever whatever you can manage to do." I said. Yeah you know and, and, I, and i said because every bit of re- reward that you get is better than not getting the reward always say something as a positive never a negative yeah. encourage encourage encourage
1: absolutely brother paul you know y- you mentioned a really good hadith well you know muhammad also has said another uh, hadith uh, that uh, even you know if, if you don't if you're not very knowledgeable if you don't know much, it's not a problem. Even if you know a single verse, then Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam conveyed convey it. Mm. So that shows that, you know, every Muslim has got a degree of responsibility to carry this uh, message of Islam, mm. our character. We can convey, uh, invite people uh, to Islam in many different ways, our dealings, our behavior, You know it it doesn't have to be words you know if you're not able to convey the message you can your actions talks many times louder than words Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so action is more powerful yeah so how you interact with someone how you behave your attitude your day you know your daily um, uh, interactions Um, what you do for them, you know, and many things, you know, uh, speaks louder than words. So it's important for every Muslim, our listeners, and for us to realize that and be an ambassador for Islam, Mm. you know, and ask Allah. You know, Allah is the most forgiving, most merciful. Allah says in the Quran, in in chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, You know, make du'a, you know, um, he he even encouraged that our messengers, the prophets, previous messengers, prophets, everybody, you know, asked Allah for help. There's no, none other for us, really, when we need something, we should ask for Allah. Allah will give, Allah will guide us, Allah Mm. will strengthen our iman. So, as, you know, wherever we are in our journey, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you have Allah in your heart and you, Allah is there and you you have faith in Allah, Allah will protect you, Allah will you know, feed you, Allah will Allah is the sustainer. So there is this this dua, which is a famous dua, everybody knows that in Surah Baqarah. Rabbana mm. Atina Hasana Hasana. You know, uh, fantastic dua. We are asking Allah. Oh Allah our Lord uh, The the actual meaning of it Oh Allah Our Lord give us In this world That which is good And in the hereafter That which is good And save us From the torment of fire
0: mm.
1: Lovely You know So We are asking uh, Allah will give us Allah will provide for us in this dunya and we also want an akhirah. you know Akhira is the ultimate place and this is why you know you're so fortunate so lucky uh, that you are actually a Muslim and you can call yourself a Muslim because believe me you know this Shahada this faith that you have Islam the Muslim this is a gift yeah. from Allah because it it can it can it can go it can leave you
0: and this and is, that
1: would that that will be the this uh, is why ultimately that will be the you know worst thing this will be will end up to be loser this we'll is, this is
0: why this is why I come back to that observation of the nature of the prophets it, it it was it was for the love for the people and remember that the prophets were teaching people that weren't following a belief correctly mm and it is and it, and it is that above everything it was their love for the people why they didn't give up yeah because it was because they wanted the wonderful outcome for the people as a result of then believing in Allah believing in God yes so that they would all receive that uh, wonderful gift from God yeah. Of the Akhirah.
1: Dear listeners, you're listening to Welcome to Islam show on Inspire FM 105.1. Alhamdulillah, uh, myself and brother Paul, we're talking about Islam. Welcome to Islam. You know, we want to le- leave an important message for our listeners today, um, for everyone, because, you know, as Muslims, we, 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 we are fortunate and we got this guide, guidance with us. Uh, the book, that Allah has revealed, it is, you know, the last and final testament, and it is the mercy for whole of mankind. And unfortunately, you know, the problem is, for majority, it seems like we do, we we don't, we don't we don't we don't want to read this book. It's for the shelf. Mm-hmm. And my advice would be number one thing: the pick up the glorious Quran, you know, get in a habit of reading it. Daily, even a single page or, or or whatever you can, try to understand that verse you just read in a language that you you know, yeah, because this is the this is actually the message for your life, how to spend your life, how to interact, how to do everything. Mm. So once you understand that, you you automatically, if you read and 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 develop a love for a Quran. Your love for Allah automatically will be much, much greater. Mm. Y- you will you will become more passionate in your religion, the faith, because the Quran is giving you that guidance. Allah is mm-hmm. giving his guidance that through Quran, and if you read on a daily basis, you'll slowly, slowly, will begin to, you know, get yourself attached, and work and understand the process of life, and. You know, the reward, the bounties that's waiting for you in hereafter. Because that is the ultimate success. Because, you know, the, the hereafter. Paradise. And the hell is something that we want all brothers and sisters, you know, everyone, to, um, to be saved from. And the only way you could be saved is by asking Allah for guidance, reading the Qur'an. Following his guidance, connect on a daily basis. Salah is not difficult, but we seem to allow our daily life, what we engage ourselves in.
0: It's it's one of those things, and that's why I said always be positive. Get in the way. Always be positive and always, always encourage no. Salah and doing it and and getting up, especially in the summer mm. when it gets early. The the key to doing it is. Once it becomes habit, yeah. Once it becomes habit, th- the same way as eating at certain times of the day becomes habit. You at certain times of the day, you will like to have your particular cup of tea, becomes a habit, and in the same way. Salah in itself becomes a habit once you start to establish it and do it. So. This links back to that idea I said of always encourage positively, you know. And if and if someone says, "Oh, I can't be bothered," and and, uh, and and there's a re and I've I've said this so many times when I've been on the air, and I'll you know and I'll say to say to people, well, "Okay then," but he- here's something for you to think about. Why would you want to miss out on that reward? It's such mm. a simple statement. See, you're not saying anything. You're not saying anything judgmental or, or, or bad, it's a, it's a positive way of saying encouragement. I say, well, yeah, I understand that. You know, it takes a bit of time yeah. and effort away from what you're doing. Yeah. It. But here's something you've forgotten. This is the reality, what, brother Paul. Why would you want to miss out on that uh, reward? I, I, I,
1: think I, I think I know why. For, 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 for most people, if they are not praying or praying their salah, it could be down to the fact they haven't understood. They haven't understood what Islam is, what uh, Salah is, mm. the value of Salah. They haven't understood it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if they really understand the value of Salah, then they would put this Salah above anything else in their life. Mm. You know, that's what it boils down to. Mm. If they really, re- really understood the value, then, for example, you know, people might, uh, you know. Uh, change their job if necessary, because we really understood if 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 their job gets on the way of, of offering their salah, then the job is not suitable. You know that they, they would they would think twice about having that job because they they would be eager and very much disturbed by missing their salah because they understand real value of it and the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it it's, it comes down to that the iman. You know, the, the shahada. When you, when we take shahada, we need to understand what that is, really. You know, what what are we saying in the beginning? So when Allah welcomes us to Islam, He invited us. He's given us that opportunity. Allah doesn't need us. Allah doesn't need you know for, for us to worship Him, but we need our Creator. Once we understood the fact that we acknowledge Allah is our Creator, He is our Lord, He has given us everything, He has given me life The fact that I'm able to breathe, you know, my heart is beating, is because of Allah's permission mm. when, you can't, when you really ponder this kind of thing, think really my existence, everything that I have is, belongs to Allah Because Allah is the ultimate you know, controller of everything mm-hmm. and He is the most praiseworthy On that note, brother, I'm going to be talking about the actual shahada that we um, take and especially our new Muslims.
0: Mm.
1: When we welcome them to uh, Islam, the follow-on from shahada, it's very important that we as believers, we know what the actual shahada uh, means. Now, let's see what Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. Yeah, so. Islam came to com, uh, complete uh, Came to complete the previous divine religions Yeah And faith on earth In fact the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Completed the mission of previous prophets May Allah exalt their mention um, Allah's messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said My example and the example of prophets who prepared who, who preceded me, is like that of a person who built a beautiful house. And the house was perfect, magnificent and great, except for a place of a single brick in one corner. People who visited and saw that house admired it, but always wondered why did not the owner complete that miss, missing single brick? Said, I am that missing brick. I am the final prophet for mankind on earth, in, in Bukhari. So, basically, Islam has been around for a long time, mm. from from the beginning. You know, Muhammad Sallallahu has come and complete the mission. And he, now the house is completed, the missing brick. That means he is the final and the last messenger. There'll be no other messenger. The Islam is complete. So we need to follow him you know, to the to the letter, you know, Uh, for our own mercy. It's for us, for our own own salvation. Um, Once the Shahada, when we take the Shahada, we we need to understand what we actually uttering and what it entails, Mm. where our new Muslims or people who are born into a Muslim household. Actually, they haven't understood the Shahada properly. This is one of the, could be a reason why uh, we have this situation that we face today We're in, 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 in Muslim, Muslim world I bear witness that there is no deity None true to be worshipped but Allah And I, wit- I bear witness that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah These words is, should come from your deep understanding, the heart, bottom of your heart, what you've just said And they they, they mean something a lot more. However, it would be not sufficient for anyone to only utter this testimony or lay either in private or in a public, but, but rather he should believe in it by heart with a firm conviction and unshakable faith. If one is truly sincere and complies, compiles, with, this, with the teachings of Islam in all uh, his life, he will find himself a newborn person. So basically, if you really understand and sincere and complies with the teachings of Islam, then this person would feel like a newborn baby. This will move him to strive more and more to improve his character and draw near to, to perfection. The light of the living faith will fill his heart until he becomes the embodiment of that faith. What would be next after declaring oneself as Muslim? One should then know the real concept underlying this testimony, which means the oneness of Allah and meet its requirements. One must behave accordingly, applying this true faith to everything one speaks or does. Very important. What do these words, the Shahada, signify, signify? The significant point which every Muslim must know very well is the truth that there is no God deity to be worshipped other than Allah What do the words... Yeah, so other than Allah We must worship Allah Who alone is worthy of worship? Come brother, you're going to say something
0: yeah on this point I think it's 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 important for us to um, cuz one of one of the things that uh, people in this country will sometimes pick you up and they say yeah. oh we, we, we but you don't worship God you you worship Allah mm-hmm. you say Allah and um th- this th- this isn't this is actually a misunderstanding yeah um in the in the language that uh, Jesus spoke um the, the that language, they, the word they will have for uh, God is Yahweh. And if if you look, um, if you look at the word that is used in the Bible of um, Christian Arabs, mm-hmm. in in the Bible of the Christian Arabs, so this is Christians. So uh, the language that they speak, the word that is used for God in the Christian Bible, is guess what? Allah, Allah, Subhanallah. So, so, so the, 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 this is this is something that us as Muslims that we mm. we need to pick up, and 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 the understanding of in different languages, what the word is used to say um, for God. Um, so so using that as an example it it helps people realize that when we are saying Allah we are actually saying exactly the same thing as they are in English God it is exactly the same God Hmm. as the Christians that is exactly the same God that we believe in the difference is is for Christian people they believe that God has this um, has this manifestation, as it were, um, it, it, three persons in one. Hmm. That there being that the the, the 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 actual person Jesus was actually part of God too, and the s the spirit of the person I- in the man as Jesus was was part of God and they believe, believe together that these, three, these th- three things separate but also as one is God. But, but we believe when we use the word Allah, mm-hmm. it is exactly the same God that the Christian people pray to. It is exactly the same God that the the Jewish people pray to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no difference. It yeah. is exactly the same God.
1: Yes, but however, As we know as Muslims You know And Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Has perfected the deen He has taught us How to pray to Allah Mm. This God We're talking about You know uh, You know The prayer has to be done In certain ways The worship has to be done In certain ways Mm. If a Christian Associates Allah doesn't like Anyone to uh, Make partners With Mm. him If Christians are doing that uh, Like you said yeah, um, with the holy, um, you know, what was it? Holy.
0: The, the the they 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 say in the name of the the Father Spirit,
1: he, and so Spirit, s- yeah. So, so this is this is kind of you know uh, shirk, yeah. yeah, and that must be avoided,
0: yeah. And but it's imp it, it's important for us as Muslims to yeah. f- to properly understand that what we believe in in in. Uh, what, what what our belief is in is Allah, is exactly the same God that they believe in, but but they believe that God has these three parts, but together three these three parts are still one. I know f- I know for us as Muslims perhaps it's a com a complicated concept. Yeah. But although they although Christians will will say this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit they still believe in one god it it, it's like parts of god but it's still the same it is it it it, how can i put it It, it's like they believe that god can express himself in three ways Uh that 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 that's perhaps one way that we as muslims can try to understand it but they believe in exactly the same god that we do And that's really important for us to understand. Because if we don't understand that, when we have conversations with them, how are we possibly going to meet them and get them to understand that Allah is the same god that they pray to
1: yeah there is different type of christians though as well you know there's orthodox and so on and they have different beliefs mm-hmm. aren't they yeah. and there's there's catholic you know that i'm assuming that's another different uh, type of uh, christianity catholicism you know so you know uh, we need to have the understanding obviously mm. and and that would help for our uh engaging with them especially in
0: yeah. comes to doing dawah yeah. um which is very important part of our our faith but exactly but it's it's quite possible that some muslims out there don't realize that the god we pray to is the same god that the christians yeah. and the jewish people yeah. pray to but there's slightly different uh, uh bel- well not slightly, I mean, but there are differences in the belief that the Christians have about God. But it is the same God they pray to, the same God we pray to. But it's understanding those differences. And that's why it is incumbent upon us that we do understand those yeah. so that we do have, we are about, able to share our love for the people. Around us that are not Muslim, and they can pick up those differences mm. and inshallah ta'ala inshallah. become Muslim.
1: Jazakallah, brother Paul, for your insight and thoughts and well, wonderful contribution to our show today. Dear listener, you'll be listening to Welcome to Islam Show, and we are now come to the end of our show. Uh, inshallah, we'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.
0: wa alaykum alaykum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org?